Hey guys, it's Eldar. Uh, we're gonna be just kind of having a freeform episode. I kind of feel like recording a show, but I didn't really want to do the whole topic. I just kind of want to talk to you guys and uh, just kind of give you insight into what I'm thinking. Alright, let's get to it. Hey guys, I just kind of wanted to, I don't know, talk a little bit about some of my experiences in games. Right, so, I've played a lot of games. You know, like, I've, I've played, I track all of my games. Every single one that I've ever played in this app on my phone. And I remember I was working some weird dispatching job in Euless, Texas, whenever I spent the whole day not working and actually just going through like all of these PlayStation 2 lists and GameCube lists and GBA lists and I don't know I guess I don't know first first things first like this episode this is kind of just an, an, an exercise in speech for me I feel like I have a lot of thoughts about entertainment but I don't know exactly how to best convey that so this is just me being open and talking about what I've played and what really speaks to my heart the most. Like, what games really kind of change things for me. And I don't know, I guess, if you, if you know me, if you know what I've been doing in games, you know, I started an episode, like an episodic, you know, video game debate podcast with one of my really good friends. And that was a really fun experiment. And if you've listened to any of our content, you would know that I love Onimusha, and I love Capcom games, but I really like old-school, like, really strange, esoteric Japanese, like, role-playing games, like Chaos Legion, and, you know, I also like platformers, like Jack and Daxter, and stuff like, you know, anything that has just, like, really green hills and blue oceans, and it's kind of a platformer, and like Ratchet and Clank, you know, the early ones, I guess. I also, I mean, I really liked Ratchet Deadlocked, but, I mean, boy, does it... It does not get a whole lot better than the precursor legacy when it comes to when it comes to uh, platformers on the PS2. And you know, I, I don't know. I just when it, what is game design? Like what come what what does it come down to? It's it's about building the parts of a game, putting together the narrative, putting together the gameplay, the physics, the enemies, the protagonists putting some sort of UI on it and some sort of progression system and calling it a game, but while some games are churned out and while some games, you know, maybe from Ubisoft or Rockstar or something like that, they may be a little bit repetitive in their year-to-year, you know, iterations. I think some games like Journey, Shadow of the Colossus, um... 
I think I think those have a lot of heart, like Transistor, Bastion, you know, Limbo. A lot of those games, they have a lot of they have a lot of soul. It's not it's something that we can't really we can't really just kind of ignore. Like I, I was watching Love, Death, and Robots, and there's something super special about one of those. Sorry about my phone. Wow, that's that's unprofessional. <laughs> I don't know. I just I just think that when it, it's really easy to get lost in good narrative and good gameplay, right? I remember being young and it was snowing outside, and I was in my old family two-bedroom apartment and I had my CRT television it was big and it sat on the floor right next to my Nintendo 64 and I remember the snowy day outside of where I didn't go to school and I just played the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time and I you know riding Epona through Hyrule Field and the music and just the the stable. I mean, this it was a really special experience. You know, Kokiri Forest and then tackling the dungeons one by one as you get a little bit further in the game and kind of discover, you know, you know, you beat the first three temples and then you see Ganon and he steals Princess Zelda and you're like, "Oh my god, I have to I have to do something about this." You know, you're tasked with that with a very special special journey and it's really cool that we were able to kind of go along and just kind of experience that again whenever Majora's Mask came out you know the old Zelda games are special too but there's also a lot of special stuff on the on old games like on the Nintendo 64 that were also super good at drawing you in and very evocative you know I mean for every you know, The Legend of Zelda and Banjo-Kazooie with its wholesome vibes. You have, you know, games that tried to replicate the formula, but, you know, kind of ultimately came up a little bit short, like Glover. <laughs> you know, StarCraft N64, which I never played, but I've seen. And, you know, I just video games just bring us all... For people that are interested in them, man, they're such a unifier. Like, I remember there was this family down the street and they all played Blizzard games. It was before I really even knew who Blizzard was as a as an entertainment property. And they all played Diablo and Diablo 2 and StarCraft. And, like, the dad was, like, on playthrough 7, you know, of Diablo 2 or whatever. He had, like, a paladin. He was, like, super good at the game. And, and then I would come over and watch them play it. I didn't have a PC at the time. You know what? Actually, no, I, ended up, I did end up having one and playing Diablo on it. Never, I don't think I ever beat the game, though. I think I just... I would get further and further in the game, and then I would die. <laughs> and then I would just start over, for whatever reason. And, you know, I remember that, that period of time where I just kind of experimented with games, and I didn't feel the need to finish each of them or anything like that. And I just... I just played whatever, whatever caught my eye. You know, I had a GBA... Uh, I had, a, you know, had the Game Boy Advance. It was a purple one, and I played Golden Sun on that. Obviously, I dabbled in the Pokemon games, but you know, all of these games I just mentioned—they're—they all have some string 
of good design in them. Whether the Pokemon games and for its addictive nature, or I don't know, Golden Sun with its catchy protagonists, catchy music with its narrative that just kept going forward and forward and forward and just kept enticing you to play it more and more and more. And then came Final Fantasy Tactics, which was a huge game for me. And I remember Mega Man Battle Network on Game Boy Advance 2. <laughs> that was actually the game I was playing whenever I started playing football one day with my friends. I had my GBA in my back pocket. And then boom, I get my ass tackled, cracked the screen in half. Really sad day. I had that. I had the awesome red GBA. I just got off a bus or something, and bam, there it went. <laughs> Never forget it. Tragedy. But, you know, and then Final Fantasy VIII came into my life. PlayStation came into my life. Metal Gear Solid was a huge, huge game for me, you know. I, I remember being really attracted to Meryl, and then I remember being really attracted to Yuna in Final Fantasy X, you know, skipping around a little bit, but Yuna, of all, of all the ones, not Lulu or Riku, like, I don't know. <laughs> I guess, I don't know. Games are storytelling, and games are narrative at its best. I think the interactive component of games, whenever we sit on the couch and play them. It has this pull, it has this magic, it has this ability to do something no other medium has the ability to do, and that's actually put us in the world itself. It's the closest we can get to actually being there. Movies, music, books, it's all different. You know, it's all entertainment, it's all a form of storytelling. And it's all in the theater of the mind. It's all creative expression. Some people grasp at it better than others. I do. But games are special because if, if if we don't we don't know exactly where we want to, you know, spend our time, you know, a game can, you know, kind of help solve that answer for us and they could be these placeholders for if you're really into video games, they could be these placeholders for for memories and you know, maybe you don't know what was going on in your life when you were 24, but maybe you remember sitting in your, you know, living room apartment playing Mad Max on PlayStation 4. Or talking to your once really great friend from New Jersey over Xbox Live, playing Lord of the Rings Battle for Middle-Earth 2. And he was always the dwarves, and he always wrecked you. You beat him once, and you would never let him forget it, but it didn't matter because for every one victory you got, he had ten more. Maybe it was Gears of War, you know? You and a party of three on gridlock. Who knows? Or maybe it was doing something ridiculous in your high school years with video games, like getting all thousand gamer score in 99 nights. Or playing Bullet Witch. <laughs> or actually enjoying Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. There's a lot of games out there. Lots of stories. And for every narrative story you experience in a video game, there's an equally dramatic and humongous story in the development teams. And I'm slowly starting to learn that 
It's easy to judge a game, but man, the blood, sweat, and tears that go into each one is... It's just not something that can be overlooked. State of our industry, it's really easy to just write a game off because it has some problems in it, but... I don't know. That much work... You know, it has to have some sort of return. And I think if a game has good design, and if as long as it's fun to play, I think every game that's fun to play deserves the time of day. And I don't know. I guess I just kind of wanted to speak from... Give a little insight into... Where games kind of put themselves in my head why they're so important to me. I don't know if I answered that question, but I'll be back. Definitely in a monologue format. I really like doing this, and I'm just going to put it up on Industries, like, podcast pages, and if you listen to it, great. If not, well, hey, I'm not going to hate you. Either way, thanks for letting me talk, and uh, get excited there's something new coming. Something very special. Tomorrow. Alright. It was a pleasure. Bye, guys.